0: Welcome to the l and d Podcast Bite-Sized, the show that explores the latest trends and insights impacting people-centric leaders, human resources professionals, and learning and development specialists. With me, your host, Nick Day. These are short snippets from my main podcast show that feature expert guests sharing their knowledge and experiences to help you stay up to date with the latest best practices and strategies impacting the future world of work. Remember, if you need support recruiting talent for your HR business, please do get in touch with myself or any of my wonderful, experienced recruitment colleagues at jgarecruitment.com. But for now, sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started with today's bite-sized episode. What can we do then if we are one of those leaders? And I imagine there are HR people listening to this suddenly where the penny's just dropped and gone, oh my God, I'm always telling people to do things that I never do myself. I've I've never really considered that before. How can they go about building nurturing practices into the fabric of everything they do within their working organisations to increase this impact that we're talking about, allow them to be powerful role models, be the change they want to see, and yet potentially they're the ones that aren't always living the values that they want to live, but for one reason or another, aren't?
1: Yeah, it's a a great, great point. And I think um, it comes back to this fundamental insight I've learned from my engagement with so many leaders across sectors that people listen or people see so much more what we, more what we do rather than listen to what we say. So I think what we do is so much more important than what we say as leaders. And um, what I would say, going back to the idea of intrinsic leadership, let's connect from within. So let's take that example of a leader who is working incredibly hard, but is telling his or her team that they should be you know, reducing their hours and, and thinking of work-life balance. There's a real question about what kind of organization does a leader want, want that company to be? If it is one, if it's, if it's in a very fast paced environment, maybe it's in a uh, very entrepreneurial one, um, it does need to go quickly and it does need to adapt. And sometimes it may need you know, checking things at night or whatever needs to be happened. What I found leaders do is they sort of, they become the four guy and four girl. And they say, Look, let me take all the burden on. Let me work at this crazy pace, but let me try and create this wonderful, tranquil space for my team it doesn't work because they're in a way ignoring the reality of the industry or environment or stage of company they're at, first of all. As you said, there's also this kind of paradox can how they're behaving out there. Actually, it causes more confusion uh, in the team, actually. So I, I'm more in favor of an honest conversation, a bit of a new deal where we have an honest conversation with the team, so look, we're in this environment, it's going really quickly, guys. The next year is make or break for the company. I'm just making this out, right? It's a hypothetical situation. Uh, we need to pull in this together how can we do it together? So we all want to work by it. Like I'm the leader, maybe I'm the CEO of the company. I've also got a family or friends and important obligations uh, to, to fulfill in my life. How can we do this in a way that's fair? So maybe what that means is, you know, okay, we only two of us uh, each night will check email in the evening, for example. And if there is something, they'll quickly call the person involved if they need some escalation, but where possible, they'll solve it. So you could have some kind of rotor system, for example. It could also be that perhaps the CEO is taking on too much themselves and just needs to distribute leadership and decision-making more across the company so her or his shoulders feel a bit lighter. Somebody does not have such heavy shoulders, I'm and, and finding. And what I've seen a lot of um, times happening now is that if the CEO or leader is empathetic, they take on so much of the emotional burden now of their teams. You know, People are bringing so much to work that was never talked about before in terms of their personal lives, their relationships. At the same time, many people are also trying to put a boundary up in terms of what they believe work life balance is. And it's being dumped on, on the leader, right? Often, or leaders in, in the organization. And of course, the leaders are the best paid. They've got the the car parking space, the title. So, you know, I'm not trying to overdo the sympathy, but I do think it's important to make this a fair way of distributing responsibility, just having honest conversations about the context they're in and why certain things might be needed for the, the very survival and flourishing of the company at hand as well.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's bite-sized edition of the HR and d podcast. Remember to subscribe to the show, share it with all of your HR colleagues and friends, and why not also check out some of our previous episodes for more golden nuggets that may just help you along in your own people career journey. For now, I'm Nick Day, and you'll be listening to the HR and d podcast, Bite-sized.